This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How are you? Like, how are you really? And when was the last time you got to answer that question honestly? Therapy lets you feel all your feelings in a safe and supportive space so you don't have to pretend anymore. Visit betterhelp.com super to give it a try. How did Fred and George figure out how to use the Marauder's map? Hey, brother. Boy, howdy, y'all. You might be aware of our deep love for good old Fred and George. I mean, who doesn't love twins? Look at mine. They're adorable. But Fred and George are just such incredible, constant comic relief all the way throughout the story, well, right right there until the end, when they aren't, which, wow, it's got dark fast. But I'm not here to talk about that. Seriously though, they're always the perfect blend of laughter, fun, good morals, better times, and of course, mischief. Everyone. Where they are. What they're doing. Every minute of every day. But then there's the scene where they respect the needs of their fellow students to study for their OWLs, and I love the extra layer that brings to the characters. Now, you might have noticed that we've been rather quiet on the Mayhem front during the Easter holidays. What was the point, we asked ourselves, of disrupting leisure time, continued Fred. No point at all, we answered ourselves. And of course, we'd have messed up people studying too, which would be the last thing we'd want to do. He gave Hermione a sanctimonious little nod. She looked rather taken aback by his thoughtfulness. It's like they 100% don't care about the exams for themselves, like even at all. Yeah, but that's why it's so brilliant, because it's so pathetically dim-witted. But they don't disregard the importance they might hold for others and maintain a respect for that, which I respect. But perhaps the real most selfless thing they ever do is when they bestow upon Harry their secret weapon, the Marauder's Map. And I love that the reason they give it to him is because Harry doesn't have permission to go to Hogsmeade because he blew up his Aunt Marge, who has a reminder, is the literal worst. If there's something wrong with the big language. It's like Harry's getting this marvelous reward for beachballing Aunt Marge. But the twins really managed to get a double whammy out of it because not only are they encouraging mischief just by giving Harry the map, but as far as they know, Harry is like the prime target of current escaped convict Sirius Black. And they're just like laughing in the face of all the precautions put in place to protect him. <laughs> ben said that laugh was 8-bit. I don't know. Play it back. They are certainly living up to the passphrase that activates the map, which they promptly explain to Harry. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. And boom, Messrs. Moody, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs proudly present the Marauder's Map. A highly accurate depiction of Hogwarts Castle and every single inhabitant in the castle and where they are at that moment. Or almost everyone. More on that in a bit. By the way, Messers here is a pun. I feel like it's drastically overlooked because if you don't know, Messers is actually a word for a group of misters. But then this particular group of misters like mess with things. So Messers, misters, messers, get it? it yeah, you get it. Oh brother, this guy stinks! But glorious puns aside, my real question for today is how did Fred and George ever figure out that specific passphrase. Today, we find out. Okay, so in the story, we actually do get a brief history of how the twins came into possession of the map, and it's about what you would expect. Nicked it from Filch's office, of course. We let off a dung bomb in the corridor, and it upset him for some reason. So he hauled us off to his office and started threatening us with the usual detention, disembowelment, and we couldn't help noticing a drawer in one of his filing cabinets marked confiscated and highly dangerous. Don't tell me, said Harry, starting to grin. So they nicked it, and when you come to learn who the Marauders are, being Lupin, Peter, Sirius, and James respectively, it's really no surprise. What is surprising to me though is how on earth Filch managed to get it from the Marauders in the first place. 
I mean, according to the Pottermore archives, it is easy to conclude that they eventually overreached themselves and were cornered by August Filch, probably on a tip-off from Snape, whose obsession it had become to expose his arch-rival James Potter in wrongdoing. But while yes, that is an easy conclusion to draw, I'm not sure it's the correct one. I mean, as far as we know, Hogwarts is full of mischief makers, but these six are the breadwinners of the lot. Or really, five plus Peter. I'm really hard pressed to give Peter too much credit for anything. I mean, if anyone, if anyone, it was him who lost the map to Filtrate. Oh, Wormtail, come on, mate, you lost the map? Using the map? I mean, that's like the whole point of the map, right? To like not get caught while doing things, like notably using the map and notably by Filch. But whatever, Peter's incompetence aside, even if Snape tried to tip Filch off, I doubt any of the Marauders, even Peter, accidentally lost the map. Instead, I suspect they actually tried to lose it in the most intentional way possible. And the reason behind this is much like Fred and George who are constantly encouraging mischief, case in point, they give Harry the Marauder's map. The Marauders would have had a similar sensibility about the relationship with the map. I mean, it is a super powerful, seemingly infallible piece of magic. The fact that four high schoolers created it is kind of amazing. Which in case you're wondering, the map is actually fueled by what's called the homunculus charm, which predictably lets you track the movements of anybody inside of a pre-mapped out area. Which when they say it like that makes you wonder like, well, if it's that easy, then why doesn't every wizard just have a map of everywhere if all you have to do is cast a charm on some parchment? And the answer is that it is still a really difficult and powerful spell to pull off. I mean, consider this. The spell is powerful enough to reveal the identity of someone under Polyjuice Potion, someone who is under the form of an Animagus, and can see through the invisibility cloak. Like, that's one of the Deathly Hallows. Wicked. If anything, again, it reminds me of Fred and George, who don't have that much interest academically, but who still puts all of their talent and skill into the products they make. Like, even Hermione's impressed. One simple incantation and you will enter a top quality, highly realistic 30-minute daydream. Easy to fit into the average school lesson and virtually undetectable. Side effects include vacant expressions and minor drooling. Not for sale to under-16s. You know, said Hermione, looking up at Harry, that really is extraordinary magic. And the same is true of the map. It really is an extraordinary piece of magic, as long as you happen to be at Hogwarts. Hogwarts is my home. Because once you graduate, it's kind of useless, if not maybe a little weird to just be watching the students walk around the school. As such, I believe the Marauders would have taken steps to ensure that the map was confiscated so that future generations of mischief makers could then discover and steal it back. Again, consider the greeting the map gives you when you open it. The Marauders present the Marauders map. Because like otherwise, who were they presenting it to? themselves? Like, no, it is definitely supposed to be passed on. And what better place for them to have it end up than in Filch's office? Because then if you're the person who's gonna find it, you've already met one of the prerequisites. You're in trouble. Oh mm, yeah, we are in trouble. From there, you just have to do enough snooping and have enough gumption to discover and steal the map. What, like it's hard? Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if Filch didn't actually take the map from them at all. They just broke into his office and planted it in the drawer labeled confiscated and highly dangerous. All right, guys, now we need to take a quick break to give a huge shout out to today's sponsor, Uncommon Goods. Like the Marauder's map. Okay, so I don't know about you guys, but as I've gotten older, gift giving is just as much fun, if not more fun than gift receiving. 
Like there is just no greater feeling than when someone opens a gift you gave and the whole room is like, oh my God, where'd you get that? Well, let me tell you guys, the answer is uncommon goods. I'm literally giving you a gift giving secret weapon. They do such a good job of finding not only items you've just never even thought of, but so many of their products come from small businesses and artists. But let's focus on the unique. My wife, Beth and I are constantly so busy, but one of our favorite parts of the day is when the kids are in bed and we can just plop down on the couch with a big old bowl of popcorn. And you know that feeling when you're like super lost in a movie, but then suddenly you nab a kernel from the bowl and it's just like, ah! Well, not anymore, thanks to this amazing kernel sifting popcorn bowl I picked up for her birthday earlier this year. It's a problem I never knew even needed solving, but now that I have it, I cannot go back. And in the meantime, the bowl itself is just literally a piece of decoration in our house. And this is just the tiniest taste of the sort of things you can find at Uncommon Goods. I recommend just visiting the site and start scrolling. Like, check this thing out. It's a make your own real viewer, like that toy you had when you were a kid, except you can put your own pictures in there and then give it to somebody else and not only did they have the nostalgia of reliving their childhood, it's your own pictures. Plus, you can get 50% off your next gift when you go to uncommongoods.com slash supercarlin. One more time, that's uncommongoods.com slash supercarlin for 15% off your next gift. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. We are all out of the ordinary. Link in the description down below. But of course, just nicking the map isn't the last step because after that, you still have to figure out how it works. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. And that's the tricky part, because as we know, the map is designed to look like a spare bit of parchment, you know, just like this, regular spare bit of parchment everyone would have in their pocket at any given time, complete with fold-out things. And we know that if the map feels like it's under scrutiny, it can come to life of its own accord. This is literally what happens to Snape when he correctly assumes that there is more to the parchment than Harry is letting on. Also leads to probably the worst incident of immediate self-narration in the history of wizard kind. <laughs> I have just now confiscated a rather curious artifact from Mr. Potter. Uh, yes, Snape, we know. We, the only other two of us here, saw you do it, but thanks for the clarification. Either way, Snape tries to reveal the true secrets of the map, but gets mixed results. Professor Severus Snape, master of this school, commands you to yield the information you conceal, Snape said, hitting the map with his wand. But the map doesn't take this lying down, instead comes to life and begins insulting Snape, telling him to keep his abnormally large nose out of other people's business, and that is an ugly git, and to wash his hair, the slime ball. Actually, fun fact, again, according to the Pottermore archives, the map was enchanted to forever repel, as insultingly as possible, the curiosity of their nemesis, Severus Snape. And what a payoff. Lupin is even there to watch it happen. Professor. But it does make me wonder what would have happened if like anyone else had tried to get the secrets out of the map. You foul and loathe them evil little cockroach. Either way, fortunately for Harry in this situation, Lupin is present and doesn't miss a beat. I seriously doubt it, Severus. It looks to me as though it's merely a parchment designed to insult anyone who tries to read it. It's, <laughs> I suspect it's a Zonko product. Actually, on the note of Lupin being a creator, I want to give a quick shout out to our good buddy Seamus Gorman's theory about the map, which I think is spot on. As ever, it's hard to discuss the map without wondering, like, how did Fred and George not see Peter on the map sharing a bed with Ron? I think you're in love, Ron. Because according to Sirius, the map is just totally infallible. That never lies. Minus one exception. According to the theory, the Marauders map does not reveal the location of the Marauders themselves on the map to anyone except 
the other marauders, which would serve as a safety mechanism to ensure the map was never used against them, but as a way they could also always help each other. As such, Peter would not appear on the map to Fred and George because he is a marauder, but Lupin would still be able to see Peter get dragged underneath the Whomping Willow because he was one of the marauders. I love that theory because it is such a perfect defense mechanism and explains everything like so neatly, but it also brings us one step closer to understanding how Fred and George ever figured out the map to begin with. First, let's just bring together everything we've discussed so far. A group of four exceptional Hogwarts students created a school artifact that is designed to be passed down from generation to generation. They even add bits of their own personality to the object so that it can recognize the qualities of the person holding it, especially Snape the slime ball. But oddly, this sounds a lot to me like another Hogwarts artifact, the sorting hat. Four exceptional wizards of the age create a Hogwarts artifact that includes a bit of themselves in it that can recognize the qualities of the person wearing it. Heck, each of the Marauders kind of represents one of the four Hogwarts founders. I mean, I know they're all in Gryffindor, but even that kind of works out because the hat originally belonged to Gryffindor. James would clearly be the Gryffindor, the courageous, although admittedly arrogant and kind of cocky one. Lupin is the brains of the operation. He would be the Ravenclaw. Peter, you know, goes and joins all the Slytherins. He's the Slytherin. And that just leaves Sirius with Hufflepuff, which we actually made an entire video about how Sirius is a Hufflepuff. You wanna check that out? Short version, loyalty is like the number one most important thing too serious. He would never betray anyone ever. I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die rather than betray my friends! Big Hufflepuff energy, am I right? So here's how it works. First, either get the map confiscated or plant it in a location that someone already breaking the rules can find it. The fact that Fred and George find an otherwise blank piece of parchment in a drawer labeled confiscated and highly dangerous allows them to easily conclude that there's way more to the parchment than meets the eye. But they're also wise enough to realize that if it was a truly dark and dangerous object, it wouldn't just be sitting in Filch's office where someone like them could steal it. So whatever the parchment is, it's more like something that Filch doesn't like, but not not something that Dumbledore doesn't like. Then upon investigating the map further, the map is able to recognize a kindred spirit in the twins and prompts them with the question, are you up to no good? And I think that would also be a bit of a test because the no good in question is just breaking school rules, not actual dark magic. I think if you actually intended to do dark magic, the map wouldn't work for you. And obviously the twins meet this requirement as well. Like as we said at the beginning, while they enjoy a little bit of rule breaking, they're not out to do dark magic or even disrupt the other students in like a meaningful way. Now, granted, I'm aware that Barty Cart Jr. is able to use the map in nefarious ways, but that's because Harry unlocked it for him and then he just never wipes it. But if you're able to confirm that you are indeed up to the right kind of no good, then I suspect the map makes you swear it. And once you do, voila. Mischief managed. Otherwise, anyone can read it. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for watching today's video. As always, don't forget to leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Harry Potter action from us. If you wanna see how the Marauders became anime guy to begin with, you can check out this video right here. But otherwise, Ben, until next time, I will see you in another life, brother.